I'd been meaning to put up our interviews and all these other special talks uh, about catch wrestling up on some sort of uh, podcast platform, and I'd actually been looking around, and um, now I think Anchor.fm is uh, probably one of the best bets for you. Uh, you the inter- user interface has actually gotten much better. Um, it's free. They also have all these different tools, that, which I think work much better than they used to, uh, to edit and everything, so you can uh, put up a nice podcast, which we'll get more into later, so hopefully everything gets smoother later on. Um, also, they distribute your podcast for you, so it shows up on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, everything like that, and you can also get sponsorships. So uh, go ahead and check it out. All right, so we're live. So welcome, everybody. So uh, recently, a few people have been asking about uh, mindset videos. So figured this would be a good time as any to to talk about that. We've been covering uh, kind of the same subject for a few weeks. So let's go ahead and switch to something different, right? Um, so with mindset, basically, we're going to kind of cover uh, why we compete um, and and like kind of like the, the your approach to competition, right? Because I think a lot of times uh, people really uh, get get a lot of performance anxiety, and it it really wrecks their chances of winning. So that can ultimately lead to them not competing very much or very for or very long in this in the sport. So whether it's catch wrestling or jujitsu or or any other any other type of sport, right? So Let's go ahead and talk about that too, because the main thing is that you you want the longevity in the sport and you want to succeed, right? So uh, mindset is a huge deal, right? Because if you're not in it mentally, then you'll have a high chance of losing, or you got to have really high chance or really high level techniques uh, to to win when you're not when you're not feeling it, right? So. Kind of wanted to tell a story. This took place, you know, like way over ten years ago. This was like the early two thousands. I was uh, going to compete in the second uh, national Sanda championships, the national kickboxing uh, championship, and so I had to go to the doctor to get the physicals and get cleared to compete. And um, so I did, this wasn't like my regular doctor, and uh, he asked me like why I was going in to get a checkup and. Um, and I told him what I was going to be doing. I was going to be doing a kickboxing match, and he's like, um, "Like, well, why would you want to do that?" Like, kind of like aggressive or kind of disgusted. And uh, my response—the only thing I could think of was, "It's like, I think it's fun. You know, it's fun for me." And then the doctor replied, uh, "Like, that's the only answer I'll accept." Right. So. Uh, because yeah, you can put a lot, you know, getting hit uh, is uh, can you know do a lot of damage over time. Um, so you have to have kind of like that that reason why, uh, and but the main thing. So like my reason for doing the kickboxing uh, was because it's fun for me. I feel like it was kind of like a chess match, and um, so just just like catch wrestling, um, you know, you want to see how you can. Uh, counter the person and but the only thing to say like with with combat sports it's like you can you can get pain right in response right so you can actually get a physical uh like 
shock to you, right? Where, um, uh, like, it's not like it's not like playing real chess, where it's like you move and then maybe someone can kill your pawn or kill your rook or whatever. Um, if you make a wrong move in in combat sports, yeah, you might get punched in the face or kicked or or uh, you'll have to find yourself fighting out of some kind of submission hold, right? So or almost getting pinned, right? So uh, that's kind of the difference. But yeah, you get this, this feedback based off of your movements, right? So the main thing is that you don't put so much pressure on yourself, right? That, that's kind of one of the, the major aspects that, that like creates failure, right? So that's kind of the whole reason why I'm, like, I'm talking about this is that, yeah, you gotta try to find your why, why you're doing this, why it's fun for you. So hopefully even just like saying like, I really just have fun doing this sport. I have fun figuring out the counters, right? The counter to the counter, right? Or learning more about myself and what I'm able to do. And so that could be your why. The main, like, you know, often with sports, a lot of times uh, people are looking at it as like a, Say like if, if they put their children into some sport where they think that maybe they can go pro in the future, uh, a lot of times that's not necessarily the best way to look at sports, right? Because that can if you're just thinking like, oh man, I'm just gonna go pro and uh, all my all my financial problems are gonna be solved and this and that, it's not necessarily going to be it's not necessarily gonna happen for you because you're not necessarily doing it uh, like for the right reasons in a way. I mean, yeah, it'd be great to have all these different problems solved, but if you you might get burnt out if you're putting this type of pressure on yourself to say like, oh, I gotta go pro, I gotta do, you know, whatever it takes to, to do that if it's not enjoyable for yourself, right? So uh, if it's not enjoyable, a lot of times, uh, you know, you're not going to be putting in the hours that it takes, right, to, to be at, to compete at the higher levels, right, so you really got to be uh, finding a reason, finding that reason for yourself that will allow you to show up to the gym day after day, uh, also show up to strength and conditioning, right, doing your cardio, doing uh, your weightlifting, right, you gotta, you gotta make that reason and try to remember it, right. Uh, like like I stated earlier, for me, I think this is really fun. Uh, I, I I really have always enjoyed combat sports. So uh, so catch wrestling in particular is a real puzzle, right? And um, uh, I enjoy this type of puzzle a little bit more than even like say jujitsu or other types of combat sports. So that's why I really do this this one in particular. That's what keeps me going round after round in training and uh, also training others to have them compete um, at, at the higher levels, right? So that's why it's fun for me and that's kind of my why, right? So I wanted to share that with you as well. And so hopefully you can kind of find your why and then also with that being said, um, like if, if you could find a reason to uh, relieve some of the pressure off yourself. Right, so what that like what I mean by that is that like if you can find a way to just enjoy yourself and be in the moment and then um, you won't or at least you, you can find that way to relieve 
that performance anxiety so that you can actually perform better. I'll go ahead and give you an example of one of my students, uh, Chris Morales. He was, uh, you know, he was really young when he, he was still in high school when he started training with me. And um, he's really, really talented. And um, but so finally gave him a, his first match and he lost, right? But it's not, Lazily, my, from my point of view, it's not because um, not because he wasn't better than his opponent. It was because mentally he wasn't as confident, right? So again, he lost just because of the mentality, right? So now he's much different, right? So this is years later, and um, uh, he'd definitely be much tougher to beat. I mean, he already is tougher to beat. I mean, you've seen his his other videos where he's beating other people. Uh, we've put we've put some of his highlights uh, on our Instagram, and also we've done breakdowns of his wins and stuff too, uh, on our YouTube channel. So go and check all those out. Make sure you're watching all those, and uh, you'll see that when he's actually in it mentally, um, you know he can win, right? So that's the thing. So it it's it takes like it takes the time talking. Cause I mean, yeah, you can enjoy training, you can enjoy the sport. But uh, once you find that why, then you have to allow it to kind of uh, take over the, the rest of your, your mindset so that you're, you're able to go out and compete and not just be anxiety-ridden or don't, don't let uh, your confidence go away completely, right? So this, let me give you another example, right? So uh, someone that I've met, and uh, he has a re he's super famous. His name's Dan Gable. He's the reason why in jiu-jitsu people call it the Gable grip, right? So the way he clasps his hands together um, is known as the Gable grip. So um, he lost one match in college, right? And what he said, and it seems pretty true. It's like, um, so they had a press conference before the match and um, his, his opponent uh, just basically was, was kind of doing some of the same stuff that you'll, you might see nowadays in MMA and stuff where uh, they'll say, like, oh, I'm totally going to beat this guy and uh, basically started uh, trying to get into Dan's head. And Dan had never experienced that before. Right? And so uh, the way Dan puts it is, that, yeah, he, he, that was kind of shocking to him. And he totally let the guy get into his head. And he wasn't thinking about his him himself, his training, his skill, his confidence. He started thinking about the other guy. Like, oh, does this guy actually have something uh, to beat me with, or he has some special technique or special training? And and yeah, Larry Owings beat him. All right. So, um, but even with that loss, I mean, Dan Gable will will, will state that it was actually a major learning experience he was able to like gain like so much more skill and understanding of the sport uh because of that loss because he had gone seven years basically undefeated undefeated and then uh, that one loss it just gave him so much more understanding that he was able to well the way he just he the way he describes it is that like he was then able to get an additional seven years of of improvement in one year after that loss. So, again, 
you know, like like uh, sometimes you'll you'll hear where it's like, uh, you know, there's only learning, right? So, um, you know, that's why you want to be going out there, competing to your the best of your ability, the best of your confidence, right? And even if you lose, you don't want to lose because you lack confidence. You don't want to lose uh, because you were thinking like, oh, that person's so intimidating and uh, they'll, they'll totally beat me, so I'm not even going to try. If you're going to lose, I mean, you should at least try to give it your all, right? So that's why you want to try to go in there just having fun, also trying to be as relaxed as possible, right? And go in there and give it your best because you might win, cause especially if you're, if you're training well, if you're training a lot, and if you have really good training partners, the tournaments or the matches... The, the goal is that like your training should be so hard that your um, your matches are much more easy than your training so if you're in the gym just getting beat up all the time you know really getting all your your skills tested uh, then the match should be um, should be much easier right and so don't let your mind get ahead or, or block all that uh, all your skills from coming out from shining right so don't let it block you from putting on a good show. So um, that's kind of one of the, the main things that I want to impart. Uh, we'll go ahead and give a few little announcements. So yeah, we are shifting over to a new platform. So you can already check, like we're shifting over our website to a new platform. Uh, you, can all, you can see that already. Like our website looks different. It's all connected with our uh, Catch Wrestling Alliance Academy. So you can... Um, you can find it all at one place now, which that was one of my goals. Uh, I think every, I think all the courses are there already. I'll go ahead and double check to make sure that everything is is there as well. Um, I'm quite positive all the courses are there, but yeah, if if they're not, just let me know. Uh, I'll definitely get that back up there, and we'll be transferring all the students and stuff over momentarily. Also, if there is a, a subject you'd like to hear about. Uh, also, let me know in the comments. Um, this one was requested a, a few weeks ago, so that's why I wanted to finally get around to that, right? So, um, so if there's any other questions about something that we can cover in, in the live chats and stuff, just let me know. Uh, we'll also be covering a lot more uh, breakdowns for some of the, because like they're, we're doing, uh, they're doing grappling matches like uh, almost every weekend now, so we'll have some more stuff to analyze and break down for you. And we should be um, organizing more events uh, really soon. So you can actually see authentic catch wrestling in action. But apparently there's like, a, I don't know if you can hear it, but there's like a, a baby screaming outside. And it's not mine. It's a, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, maybe they're walking outside. But yeah, it's, I can hear it. Hopefully you can't hear it too loud. All right. So, um, so those are kind of like the main announcements. And we'll just, just continue like bringing you more stuff. And so let us know what other kind of subjects you'd like us to talk about. All right. So also let me know if you have any questions right now. That those of you who are watching, uh, feel free to ask any questions. I'll probably be on here a couple more minutes. Um, but the main thing is that like, try to, if you're going to be competing, don't put on so much pressure. Like, don't put too much pressure on yourself. So just try to remember the reason why you're there. And then it should be something along the lines of this is fun for you. Right, it's fun for you. You trained really hard, and also that's the thing. It's like so. One of the reasons why you, 
you should be confident is if you're train if you've trained hard enough, that should be like your confidence builder. If you train hard enough, and like especially a lot of the wrestling fundamentals, right? That should be your good foundation, right? And that should be able to get you through the matches or help you to win or help help you to have like a better winning um, winning ratio as well. So that's that's what you want to think of. So don't go out there and like allow your mind to let the other person win. So I gave the example of Dan Gable. The other Larry Oni's got into his head. That was the match he lost. Uh, ultimately, it was a good thing, right? It helped him to improve so that eventually when he went out to the Olympics, uh, he won and no one scored a point on him. Right, so that's... Uh, uh, that, so don't let your mind make you lose. You, you want to go out there and put on a great show for everybody and yourself, right? So if you look at the video later, hopefully uh, you're the one putting together that highlight reel, right? Okay. So does anybody have any questions? Go ahead and you can throw one up there or not. Okay, so with the mindset thing, I think we kind of talked about that. I'll go ahead and someone was asking earlier this week about uh, my background. I think we might as well talk about that. So those of you who don't know me very well, um, then just know basically like I've, I've, um, I have like the highest level certification. So basically like the, the black belt in the American style wrestling or American style uh, catch wrestling. So from John Strickland, who is the lineage holder of um, like, it's called American Hook Wrestling. He is uh, the kind of the successor of actual catch wrestler Billy Wicks or William Wicks. People call him Pops. Uh, I spoke with Pops um, over the phone uh, before he died. Um, but John Strickland is now the successor of William Wicks. So if and so that lineage goes back through to Farmer Burns. Right, and then ultimately that goes back directly to Lancashire, England, right? So um, that's my lineage. Also, I've trained in Wigan. So basically I've been going back and forth from Wigan and learning also say, even directly from Billy Robinson um, in Arkansas where it's like unfiltered, like going before he passed away where it's like you don't have to, um, uh, he doesn't have to kind of stick to a set curriculum, like in a seminar, you actually can kind of go off and we can learn like more in detail. Um, uh, so that's the, the benefit of private training. Uh, unfortunately, he also passed away, but Roy Wood is the actual uh, successor to their coach, their legendary coach, Billy Riley, who trained also even... Um, even other famous wrestlers who um, uh, who you might not have heard of because there's not like a hype train behind all of them, right? So one of the ones that they feel was the, the best wrestler there was uh, this man named Billy Joyce. He basically always beat Billy Robinson. They had, um, so Billy Joyce dominated in pro wrestling in England. Um, and so one day uh, the promoters basically said, look, you dominate, and it's almost like uh, kind of boring for the audience, so would it be possible for you to let Billy Robinson beat you? 
and uh, they agreed, right? So it was a pro wrestling match, right? Joyce allowed Robinson to beat him for the belt, but the next day they were back in Riley's gym, right? And uh, Joyce really, really, you know, like just laid it on Robinson. Uh, just so, just so he remembered that he wasn't as good as Joyce, right? Uh, so yeah, that's my other <laughs> lineage. So really, uh, kind of similar to uh, one of my good friends, the, the late Ian Bromley. Ian trained a lot with uh, with Roy Wood and, and Wigan, and he also would come to the United States to train with uh, Billy Wicks before you know Billy passed away. Uh, unfortunately, Ian also passed away recently. So. Um, so someone was asking me kind of about that background, so I wanted to let you know. I'm also in, I'm literally in the Wigan uh, history book, or I mentioned in there. So that's, that the book is uh, was was produced uh, by Wigan. And it's a, it's called, um, it's, well, basically it's about uh, Billy Riley. So it's like Billy Riley, the man, the legend. Uh, they go through his history. They also uh, go through the history of a lot of the more famous wrestlers that came out of there, which would be good for you guys to learn, because there's definitely more than just uh, Billy Robinson that came out of there, and there's definitely more than, what, Carl, Carl Istas, right, he, Carl uh, calls himself Carl Gotch, or called himself Carl, Carl Gotch, uh, because of Frank Gotch, he tried to say it was the, it was just the fluke that he took that name, but no, it's like, he, he, uh, he wanted to associate himself with, um, with Frank, and but they're no relation. They are not related whatsoever, and so uh, there's more people than that. More people than than the what the uh, like the media hype train is uh, promoting. And and you know it's great that they they helped out. And Japan was really grateful to them to help out the pro wrestling there. Um, but um, yeah. So I want to kind of let you know that there's just more. There's more people than just those two that came out of Wigan, and uh, a lot of uh, higher level people. Uh, so yeah, I just want to let you know that. So someone was asking about my background. I'm ac I'm literally in the Wigan history book, and I've uh, put in the time for uh, the American lineage as well. All right. So uh, just for your information. Okay. So uh, maybe we'll go ahead and end it there for this week. Let me know. Um, what, what else you guys would like to talk about? Okay? Alright, thanks for watching.